please think of the children. What a week. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Ivy Beckenhol, Communications Director of Progress Iowa. Welcome to What a Week with hot takes about the week's news and shout outs for people doing good in the world. This week we talk about former Vice President Pence being in Iowa, um, the governor just not giving a damn about raising people's wages, um, Iowa abortion rates, but we are going to start with the child tax credit that uh, payments started to hit Iowa bank accounts just yesterday. We're recording on Friday. Um, and actually, before we even get to that, I want to just say it's good to be back in person. We have Ivy and Greg in the office. We're back, baby! I know. Woo! We are here yeah! in our office, in person, fully vaccinated for the first time, first time ever, Ivy, with the two of us. But. Yeah. Uh, what, what, Greg, when was the last time we were here? Like a year and a half plus? Yeah, March. Yeah, last of March. 2020. So before the world ended. That's right. Um, so the uh, the world is back slash slowly back. So yeah. we're uh, we are here in person and excited to talk about the news of the week. So child tax credit hit bank accounts yesterday, um, and I, I, this is incredible. It's historic. Mm-hmm. It is an incredible program that's going to hit 93% of Iowa children and all those Iowa families are going to benefit uh, uh, from from this. Um, Ivy, I know you've been monitoring this on social media. We've been promoting a big campaign to push the benefits of of the child tax credit. Like what do you, I mean, what has been the response that you that you've seen? I mean, I really think it's great. I've seen a lot of people talk about the experience. I thought it was really great to see Tanya Street. She talked about being a single right. mother. And just having this after she got hit with, you know, the pandemic, then derecho, obviously there's a lot going on this year. So I just thought it was really cool to see that people are getting this help when they really need it, um, especially schools coming back in August. So definitely going to need the help then. So I just thought it was really great and definitely significant, probably in the, definitely significant in the last 50 years. There hasn't really been a lot of anti-poverty legislation. That's so. really true. And I, I don't know, I, I, the, the language that I've seen about this is that it's one of the biggest child anti-poverty mm-hmm. programs ever. I don't know where it exactly would would rank in that, but um, but it's going to lift, uh, I think it's like, uh, it's 48,000 children in Iowa that are going to be lifted out of poverty or come closer to being lifted out of poverty. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of crazy to me to think of, of any child being in poverty like that that's something that's like a, po- a complete com- community and policy failure of all of us if that's happening um and uh i mean one thing i will add before we move on to the next one is just like the cost of childcare is bonkers i mean it is it is so expensive for daycare in-home care and we've seen this in the past from some of our work that that creates it can create this like intergenerational strain where like if both parents are working but they can't afford help uh, daycare or it's like a stretch for their budget then the grandparents ha- are taking care you know in the best case the grandparents could maybe take care and step in but if their social security isn't enough and they didn't have a pension when they were working then their income is stretched and so the entire family can be impacted by this. So I think that's another piece of why this is so uh, so important. Exactly. So, yeah. Well, also, before I forget, just want to mention, of course, that Rep. Cindy Axney was the only Iowa right. re- representative, senator. You know, both of them, they didn't vote for it. Only Rep. Cindy Axney did. So shout yeah. out to her. So thank you, Cindy Axney. <laughs> yeah. And we still don't know what the heck 
Ashley Henson, Marionette Miller-Meeks, Randy Feenstra, Chuck Grassley, and Joni Ernst were thinking, but we never do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Shocking, but not surprising. Right. Uh, next up, we talk a little bit about today. There's a family leadership summit. A lot of Republican presidential candidates, possibles, uh, are coming there. There's Mike Pence, and Governor Reynolds is there, and she's speaking. And there's a lot going on with that. Uh, listen to a little bit of her speech. She was really excited to take away women's uh, right to abortion, to health care. So that was disappointing. Yeah, it's really bizarre and disturbing to hear a anyone but let alone a governor talk about being excited to take away someone's rights um that's been a big policy you know a highlight for her is taking away people's rights um but just to take a step back on this event i mean this is a hate group this is so the the family leader is the state affiliate of the family research council Mm -hmm. family research council is designated as an anti-lgbtq hate group by the southern poverty law center and so you have former Vice President Pence, Governor Christie Nome from South Dakota. Get, my Dakota's mixed up, but I think it's South Dakota. Um, and and uh, um, and Governor Reynolds speaking to the state affiliate of a hate group, and that is what the Republican Party is in 2021, um, pandering to pandering to a literal hate group. And so I think all the uh, terrible policies the family leader promotes are terrible. But I think there's just the fact that that they have received that designation or their national organization has, and and that has to be included. And we'll keep pushing that because, like, appropriately so, if Progress Iowa does something, usually the modifier that goes along with that is progressive advocacy group or liberal advocacy group has done this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I think anti-LGBTQ hate group, that's – that's the descriptor for this organization, and so they they des- they have earned it. They deserve it, and and I don't know why the hell the these politicians keep pandering to them, but probably because they know that their base likes it. Mm-hmm. Uh, more crazy Reynolds news: uh, twenty nine state troopers, in addition to thirty Iowa National Guard soldiers, yeah. have been sent to the border on Iowa pa- taxpayers' dime. What do you think about your taxpayer dollars going? I mean, are you like speeding on the interstate now? Are you like just, is it just free reign now? Oh, yeah. Like, um, no, no I mean, I'm not, but don't, right, don't yeah, get me. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, is there anyone left to do the things that we need done in, in right. Iowa? I mean, I I guess I haven't seen, I, I it's, it's absurd that, mm-hmm. that they're doing this, right? Like, and especially, I don't know, what do you think of the, the, uh, the the question between like oh well when there were kids coming here that needed help from the border mm-hmm. screw you right like and but when the Republican governor of Texas when she wants to score cheap political points by sending you know on our taxpayer dime like down there I, I don't like that's that to me is even it's even worse yeah. Um, for that i so. mean she literally said that those children are not our problem right but all of a sudden you know this is our problem just because the republican yeah. governor wants it should we come up with a list of things that are not her problem because oh, like those yeah. kids aren't her problem we're going to get to another thing that's not the state's responsibility in a second mm-hmm. um like she seems to just a lot of things are not the governor's problem what a way to live <laughs> right um the governor also, we're just on a Reynolds Reynolds roll here, so we're mm-hmm. going to keep going. Um, she approved the CARES Act spending um, on her office 
technology upgrades. So I don't know if that means laptops and you know a bunch of cool new iPads for for folks, but um, but that is in contrast to again just these different priorities. But in contrast to um, her turning down money for schools to reopen safely, um, and that's not to say that they wouldn't reopen. But like the ninety five, I think it was ninety five million dollars that would have given them more money to have the material they needed or the or the right the, everything they needed to 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 reopen in a safer way so i don't know would you what would you take safer schools or like a new ipad what what, what would your, be your uh, pick there well i mean i don't have children so the ipad sounds really great yeah okay. all yeah. right you're just purely out for the self-interest yeah okay. of course okay. just like reynolds no yeah. of course i mean it's just ridiculous <laughs> and we're going to get to it in a second that they haven't even distributed you know rental assistance right. too so they're just the priorities aren't there but we'll get to that uh, but first off, we're going to talk about the fact that Reynolds stated this week that wage increases aren't the state's responsibility, more things that aren't her problem, just being corporate Kim. I mean, what's your take on this? It really just seems like she's out for the corporations saying that it should be market driven, but she's, I don't know. It's her place, I feel, to try. I mean, it just shows who she thinks, I think it shows who she thinks she works for, mm-hmm. right? Like, she doesn't work for us. She works for corporate donors. She works for um, businesses that are making so much money and want to fatten up their bottom line by not paying people more. Um, That's it. And they and because if when she talks about I've never heard her use this as far as I know, I've never heard her use this language when she's talking about um, uh, the the tax rate in Iowa for businesses, you Mm -hmm. know, or like coming up with tax cuts to 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 try and uh, and just this race to the bottom where we're cutting off our revenue to get a business here um, and so she never uses this language about about corporations or businesses what she uses that what she's you know use this like abdicating responsibility is when it, when it comes to working families and right. uh, so she doesn't work for us she doesn't think she works for us um, and and so the people who funder campaigns and the people who uh you know who she wants to represent are not the people who need wage increases right so um it's just a it's just awful though like i and so many people get left behind when that's mm. the mentality of of our governor oh for sure and i think it's just ridiculous too when she's saying that you know iowans need to get back to work like there's all these jobs when clearly it's just a lot of it is low wage jobs that you know people don't want to work like that so yeah and it's just crazy and that's happening all over the place mm-hmm. and occasionally you see these stories where it's like where they you know the business put posted a job for 18 20 22 dollars an hour and are flooded right with applicants because it's significantly better than whatever the other positions are offering in their market right so i mean she has the chance to use the free market here to um to help raise wages, mm-hmm. right? Like if businesses are competing against each other for all of our, you know, for 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 people's labor, then wages will go up and government doesn't have to do anything. You just have to kind of sit back, but right. she's like actively working to like keep our wages down. I don't right. that's that's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Uh last up on the craziness of Reynolds. So, we talked about this a little bit before that uh, only 2% of the $195 million in federal rental aid has been dispersed. So there was a story this week about Scott County 
um, the fact that hundreds of people are still waiting for that aid. There's even even earlier this month, in just one week, there were 61 evictions scheduled there. I mean, it's crazy. It's happening right now. People are losing their homes, lo- losing roofs over their head, and Reynolds is doing nothing about it. So yeah, she needs to just that. This is this is like morally bankrupt. To, mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing. There's no justification for this. We have the money. We have the ability to. Um, it's not going to take anything away from state program. It's federal. If it's you know if it's federal rental assistance, um, I, I we we just need to uh, even even if she's like generally opposed to this idea, like this program exists, she just needs to execute it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no excuse. Right. Exactly. It's federal money that's coming in. It's yeah. not even just directly from Iowans. So. Right. Gosh. Next up, um, over the last several years, Iowa abortion rates have increased, and this stems back to um, to a decision made by the legislature a few years ago, um, and and it was in the wake of it was in 2017. Iowa decided to withdraw from a federally funded family planning program, um, and that helped Iowans get you know birth control supplies and information about how to um, how to prevent. Uh, unplanned pregnancies, sexually transmitted diseases, that kind of thing. And so uh, abortion rates are on the rise and and abortion absolutely is health care and everyone has the right to, to access health care or should have the right to access health care. But if their goal is to decrease the number of abortions, this is a, pro- a proof positive that by cutting off these resources, it has the opposite effect. Oh, so, exactly. Like, I, but I don't know. Do you think logic is ever going to set in with them on this? Like, I really don't get what they're not seeing. <laughs> year after year, we see this. Ever since 2017, and then they've done this last year, or 2019, 25% jump. That's right. insane. They have to be thinking, what's going on here? Yeah. You know? I mean, I looked at the numbers in this Des Moines Register article, and it is like, it's like, it's getting close to doubling since since 2018. So, um, it, it's it's just, it's an, it's, I guess numbers and, and, um, you know, evidence, whatever, uh, you know, evidence of the impact of their decisions doesn't seep in Mm -hmm. anywhere, maybe, but I hope Uh, it will. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I don't know what it's going to take, but it's just ridiculous to see. Like, obviously, abortion is healthcare, but if it doesn't have to get to that point, if we have more birth control, like, that's great. And they're just cutting that off too which doesn't make any sense truly if they're trying to stop abortion no not at all well next up moving on a little bit from reynolds news is we talk about vaccinations and hospitalizations in iowa Um, almost all of iowa's hospitalizations are of covid19 patients are not vaccinated over 90 percent and then over 95 percent haven't received both vaccines both doses so I mean, good news for us, but people really got to get vaccinated. Yeah, at this point, you really, I mean, it's free. They're offering, I don't even know what anymore, all the incentives. Um, But uh, just get, please get the shot. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know how else to say that. But, I mean, the one thing about Reynolds, though, I'll put out there is that, like, and Trump, too, that it's a little terrifying to me that we're having a an entire like i don't know what if you want to call it a generation but like an entire part chunk of our population who's gonna who is being conditioned to say i don't think the doctor's right so i'm not doing this right and i'm not saying that you have to take everything 
you know, like completely without a critical eye, but a doctor's doctor. Like these mm-hmm. are the these are the public health, these are the health experts. And so how far is that going to extend either the next time something like this happens yeah. or vaccinations for other things, you know? I mean like Gosh. not just COVID. Mm-hmm. Um and and so that in addition to the awful piece of like people still dying from COVID when there's no reason for you to be dying from COVID at this point because you can get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Um, So in addition to that, I think there's this future piece of this, like that what is going to happen five, 10, 20 years down the road, like are the people who are growing up now, you know, like not going to school and their parents are saying like, are, are, you know, like pushing this idea that doctors don't matter, mm-hmm. are they going to get their kids vaccinated? And how is that going to play out over time? Right. So I, I it, like for so many reasons, this is all just terrifying to mm-hmm. me, but um, the immediate and the and the long term. Yeah. I always think about how different things would be if Trump wasn't president. Like I feel before, I feel as though, you know, this whole mask thing and then the vaccinations, I feel like it wouldn't have even been this much of a struggle because before anti-vaxxers weren't as prevalent, I feel, as they are now. They don't have as much of a platform. So what's funny, like a lot of the, I don't know if it's uh, which right wing, you know, pundits, but there are people, there are tweets, old tweets resurfacing Mm -hmm. of them mocking (sighs) anti-vaxxers. Because some of them, not all, but like some of them were kind of liberal people or mm-hmm. sort of liberal people like in L.A. or whatever, some celebrities and stuff like that. Right. So they would mock them through two or three years ago. But now they have like for I, I, I imagine at least it started as more political reasons, like jumped on the anti-vaxxer uh, bandwagon. Um, so. It's just interesting to see how th- that kind of thing shifts over right. time, too. And now they just want to suck their toes, if you haven't seen what Jeff Shipley said oh, about man. <laughs> That is just disgusting. We're not, yeah. like, look, there's a reason we didn't put that on the outline today, Ivy, <laughs> so, okay? Like, how no, can I we just, do yeah. the whole thing without <laughs> saying it? Yeah, we can move on from, from Jeff Shipley. Mm. Well, next up, we have our hot takes where we go over the hot topics of the week, give our opinions. First up, Iowa State Fair Foods. Have you guys seen the new ones coming out? What are you excited for? I I have seen the article, but mm. I haven't like read through the list, to be honest. <sighs> I'm like a classic like pork chop on a stick, mm. corn dog. Um, that's basically it. Like I'm not uh, – there's those giant tubs of cookies that you, you yeah. see people walking around with, right? Like I love those. So mm-hmm. I are there things on there that you – either one of you are going to want to try? Okay. I, Ivy, oh, what do you, what well, do you want? Well, of course, I've thought about this a lot. Um, so I don't even like hot dogs, but they have a hot dog this year covered in mac and cheese. And so I'm going to try it because okay. that just sounds amazing. I love mac and cheese, I mean, even though hot dogs are scary. You have to eat that with a fork, right? Like, No, you just got to go for it. Oh, <sighs> I don't know. I think yeah. I would be covered in that. So. Oh, man. That's the whole point of the fair. All right. I pulled up the list. Cinnamon or salted pretzel bites. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon pretzel bites sounds good. Yeah. Um, bacon mac dog is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. So there's bacon on it, which yeah. makes me which makes me lean toward liking it more. Mm-hmm. Um, peanut butter and fluff dough. Yeah, that sounds kind of okay. good. All right. Very fun. All right, last one I want to talk about here: Tennessee Twinkies. What the hell is this? Oh yeah, that's okay. Good. 
So what it is, is a. I'm gonna just read what the. This is from straight from the Des Moines Register. Uh-huh. It's a spin on the classic jalapeno popper. Tennessee. So it's not a dessert, um, which makes me this way down the list for me. I. Uh, Tennessee Twinkies combine a mixture of smoked chicken, pepper jack cheese, and cream cheese, and stuff it into a cord jalapeno pepper. And it says, if that wasn't indulgent enough, they are wrapped in bacon. So, Heart um, I, sure, I tried, I guess. Bacon, uh. you put bacon on anything, I'd figure it's fine, right? Like, but I, uh, yeah. The cream cheese is what got me there. Can't um, do it. Oh, really? No cream yeah. cheese? Okay, okay. Anything liquidy, but that's not a drink. Like, sauces freak me out, man. Wow. Yeah. Ranch dressing? Ugh. Oh, Also, never man. tried it. <laughs> But I say because Iowa credentials me revoked. There. I know. Okay. I see all the shirts and everything at Ray Gun. Right. I'm like, oh man. Okay. Uh, well, next up, we have the fact that Olivia Rodrigo went to the White House. Did you see that stuff on social media? I saw some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's great, right? Yeah. Like, we need to figure out who anyone, literally, yeah. that can connect at any level to <laughs> tell people to get vaccinated, as we yeah. just talked about. So our, that was the point of it, right? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, now that I say that, I'm like, wait a minute. I, I think I got that. Um, I could not name an Olivia Rodrigo song, though. Driver's License? Oh, okay. Come on. Yes. That big SNL skit was so good. Was that the one where they were in the bar and there were the guys yeah. like saying? Right. Okay. So I'm aware of who she is, mm-hmm. probably mostly because she was the musical guest on SNL. Yeah. But I don't, like, I couldn't tell you that yeah i couldn't identify like, high school it, musical the musical the series you haven't seen it i'm just joking is that actually the name yeah she stars in that oh say it again high school musical, musical the, the musical, musical the series yeah no i've not yeah. seen that so but um, no she's she's great and loved the outfit by the way but also okay she, oh it was great but. so so the pieces i saw of this mm-hmm. and maybe they work maybe there's like research that shows they work but we're similar to the other celebrities. The only the only nitpick I'll have with this is that like they put these, they get these like interesting people for whatever, you know, like either she's a performer or musician or yeah. actor, whatever, and then they like give them the same like boring straight to camera politician treatment on their social media, right? Like that's the stuff they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's better than not having them there, of course, like significantly better. Yeah. But like you have this. I assume I'm not like I said I don't couldn't identify one of her songs but like this incredibly talented musician like give her space to do something creative and like fun and cool yeah as opposed to just making her look like a politician in your newsfeed you know mm-hmm. like but I mean it, it is wonderful that she did it like and and so great that they were cre- like thoughtful enough to do that mm-hmm. um she could have remixed driver's license and said she got her vaccine last week sure instead. is that yeah. is that like a lyric that would yeah. have been that would have made sense in context <laughs> yes. I have no idea so okay um, Matt and I are gonna have a long conversation right. after this podcast don't worry guys okay. but um so that's sure that sounds great right yeah. like but um but yeah so that's my only thing like the only the only Space for comparison I have is like when when Barack Obama went on uh, Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis. Mm. So do you remember that at all? Didn't like, he to ask him ACA? really weird questions or something? That's his whole bit yeah. shtick. But like he was willing to like go on and like be part of that, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Uh, uh, be part of be part of his, yeah, shtick. And so like, 
I mean, I'm not saying Joe Biden needed to be in the, in the remix video of driver's license, <laughs> yes. right? Okay. So like, but that would have been kind of cool, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're interesting if they had done, if they could pull it off. So that's my only nitpick, but great that she did it. And yeah. that's, and I hope that it makes a difference. Yeah. I haven't really, that brings up the fact that I haven't really seen him a lot on like late night TV or anything or Kamala. So that'd be interesting. If yeah, for sure. Yeah. Alrighty, next up, we have our shout outs where we lift up great work happening all over the state. If you have any recommendations, please send them to at Progress Iowa or at Potluck FM. We really just want to shout out everyone getting vaccinated. It is so great. Unfortunately, we're only at like, what, 46% in Iowa? I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. So you 46% out there. Thank you. Shout out to you. Yep. And I think it just has allowed so many things to go back to at least quasi normal, mm-hmm. including the three of us sitting here in the office being able to you know do stuff like this in person so um it's a great uh it's a great thing that we're able to do this so thank you anyone who's been vaccinated and if you haven't go right now get it done what a week is produced by progress iowa as part of the potluck media network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you We are mixed and edited by Greg Howenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What a Week.